What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I can very easily understand where there is an opportunity for low-priced food where you overdo it. Welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. This is a bonus episode. Thought we'd get on here, do a little do a little sports rapping, a little extra for you guys. So we're doing it. Uh, I am joined now by friend of the show, friend, just a great friend in general, somebody that you're all familiar with, Mr. Travis Rogers. Travis, what's up? Hey, buddy. How's it going, dude? How you been? I'm, I am fantastic. Like you said on uh, on Twitter the other day, it was white middle aged guy Christmas or or the Masters. Yes, like yes. you said, it was very exciting. I, I I like having things on at six o'clock in the morning out here. The Masters should yes. be rain delayed every year, so I don't have to wait until the middle of the day. It was it's a good weekend. Usually, usually, um, white guys. It's in April that white guys spend the whole weekend yelling at their wives and ejaculating all over themselves alone. But now okay. we, but because we were locked down, we had to do it in November and it was a little different, a little bit of a different feel. It was the, so the masters golf tournament was played this weekend with no patrons. Mm-hmm. That's lame, by the way. Yeah. It, both, both calling them patrons and the fact that they weren't there. So I got a lot of questions about what they do there, and we'll get more into it because we took some <clears throat> excuse me, we took some questions on Twitter. I just I just put out a tweet if anybody wanted to ask anything. Um and we'll get to that in a little bit. But my my first takeaway, like I'm not one of these, you know, I'm I I play golf badly, but I'm new to the game. I don't, I'm aware of who the golfers are. I've never sat down and watched four days of a golf tournament. And I did, of course I didn't sit down and watch four days of this, but I, but it definitely, like you're saying, it was nice to have it on in the morning and it's, I, I'm glad they've, they've gotten away from that thing where they're like, we're not going to let you watch till 11 AM, even though there's guys out there playing and we have the internet these days. It, it was on, but I have to be honest, pretty boring. The Masters, yeah, pretty no, pretty boring no, the tournament. Is great, look, look. No, the no. reason it wasn't on TV yeah. for the first part when they would come on at eleven or whatever it was for years and years. There's a great rumor. I don't know if this is true or not, but I I choose to believe it. And we're post facts, so it doesn't matter if yeah. I think it's true. It's true. Um, the the reason they didn't have the front nine on TV for years and years and years and years and years was because the front nine kind of sucked, right? And it wasn't up to the standard of the back. It wasn't nearly as pretty as the back. It wasn't as picturesque as the back. So those the guys that run that place down there, obviously they do not do anything they don't want to do. So they didn't put it on TV just because it wasn't pretty. That was the rumor. And and you look at it, and it's obviously really nice, but it's nothing like the back. The back is gorgeous. The front is just kind of like, okay, it's fine. It's Augusta. It's it's green, white sand, but it's there's nothing particularly exciting about it. So I choose to believe that to be true. I, I did kind of notice that with no galleries, patrons standing around, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this is just a golf course. They're just playing yeah. at a golf course here. And, and well, in the patrons, it's a mixed bag because what makes it fun is everybody screaming and yelling and having a good time. That, yeah. that is fun. When somebody hits it close and everybody goes crazy, that's great. Yeah. When somebody gags a two footer and everybody goes, 
look, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, that but is you're fun. You're seeing yeah. a bunch of SEC fans with their trucker top golf hats yeah. and everybody wearing their golf shirts from all the clubs they've been to. Those people need diseases. I mean, they're, oh, oh they're yeah. Just, yeah, they do. It's, yeah. It is awful to look at them. And they're all exactly the same guy. Yeah. They're all doing exactly the same thing. And, and it's mostly just jealousy because I'd like to be one of them. Right. They all have to they all have to golf it up. Like, yes. I'm like, I'm the most golf. It's like, it's like going, you know, it's like you go to a concert and you're, it's like a rule. You're not supposed to wear a the shirt. The shirt of the band yeah. to the concert. Although I don't, I, I'm okay with that if you do, but it, there's always somebody that's got to wear the most obscure band shirt or do, do something to kind of like show their bona fides in that, that genre of music or music in general. And that's these guys out on the course where they're like, some of them have their golf shoes on. <laughs> that's a bad look. And they have their own little three, uh, little tripod seat to, yes. to drop into. That's bad. The, the way yeah. you know, you're about to get one of those guys. That's not at a go at the golf tournament. You're going to get nothing but those guys, but right. you will, it's kind of hit and miss when you go to play like some more often than not, you'll get a guy that's a pretty good guy. Yeah. You'll get a group. That's not a bad draw. The, the odds are in your favor, but if you have a guy that's got aiming sticks in his bag, get ready to have a bad day. <laughs> those, those are those things. Are those bad. are the, those things you put down on the T box to make your toes, right. make sure your toes right. are on the right make, line. Yeah. Make sure that your alignment is yeah. proper. Just hit it. Yeah. Just hit it. Yeah. If this was this important to you, you would be at a club. If this was this important to you, you'd be playing right. for a living. Stop. It's, right. it's Saturday afternoon. Put your, put your alignment yes. sticks away. <laughs> get, get a course light out. Get, yes. get also the guys that have that thing that retreats retrieves the ball from the water. The, the, yeah, well, they won't even sell that to you unless you're 65 right. years old. Yeah, we're like, what is that thing? That's crazy. That's I'm sorry, sir. You're going to need to see some <laughs> certificate. Where's your Medicare card? <laughs> um, no, so I'm not saying that golf, watching golf in general is boring or even watching the Masters is boring because it's definitely not. We all remember last year, maybe the most exciting Masters that's ever happened. It was great. Tiger Woods. 43 years old at the time, four back surgeries, uh, you know, 15 years. No, how long? 2008 to 2019, 11 years 11, yeah. removed from a major championship. Really, his life fell apart. It was everything was there. The, the, some stuff. Yeah, he went. Yeah, he had some deals. Yeah, the, still does. Everything, everything that, you know, came together on that day. And it was close. You know, mm-hmm. he, he had to come from behind to win. And just it was all the drama was there. What I'm saying is this year's Masters was real fucking boring. This Dustin Johnson guy. Just boat raced everybody. Yeah, we were all kind of like had that thing where he gags a lot, which is really fun. And we were hoping that he would. And then he made two bogeys and we're like, oh, right. Maybe he's going to gag again. But then he birdied the next hole and then it was just over. My question to you is with the masters, the granddaddy of them all. What I don't know what they call it. It's everybody loves it the most. Mm -hmm. Isn't it supposed to be hard? The fucking guy shot 20 under. That's, <laughs> it's want. not the John Deere classic. We're not at okay. TPC Sawgrass here. <laughs> it's the Masters. It's supposed to be I, hard. I hear you, and it should probably be a little bit harder than it was, but they got a bunch of rain, so it got soft, so there wasn't a ton they can do about it. That being said, I don't want to watch guys slap it around and hit two-footers off the green. Me that either. sucks. I don't want to watch that. I, yes. this, this was a little too gettable. Of course. I, I didn't mind it. I think the bigger problem wasn't so much that Dustin Johnson blitzed the field or even he might throw it away because, like you said, that may be something that he has in his back pocket. 
It's who is Jay. I don't care about Cameron Smith. Right. I don't care about Sanjay M. Ooh. You know, Justin yeah. Thomas is okay, but yeah. whatever. Rory would have been interesting. He was way too far back. And then everyone else, yeah. they're just, there isn't a, if it's not Tiger or Dustin Johnson being chased by somebody or Phil Mickelson or one of those older guys, I know there's a bunch of good players, but they just don't move me in any meaningful way. And if, if you, I, I, look, I'll be honest. I want to see a collapse or I want to see somebody just be absolutely dominant. And we got DJ being dominant yesterday. So that's good yeah. enough. It's pretty boring though. It's not, no, I get what you're saying. Like the, you, you want there to be a threat of, you know, some real yeah, hand, hand combat. Go off. Yeah. Right. So somebody needs that. If somebody hit, like, for instance, when Johnson was kind of scuffling on the front, yeah. if somebody could have gone crazy on the back, like when yeah. Rory made the turn, you're thinking, you know, if he kind of gets really super crazy hot yeah. on the back, yeah. he's got a chance. He didn't. I think he shot an even par on the back or whatever it was, but there should be that opportunity for somebody to go super low to catch somebody that maybe is spinning their wheels a little bit. And and it just didn't happen yesterday. Yeah. As a, as a, casual golf observer. I mean, I feel like I know who the players are. I had never heard of Cameron Smith before this weekend. And, but I mean, you're kind of into his deal though. I can tell because he's got that grody mustache. He's got that stringy hair. He's got a bad look. Yeah. He's, he's Trav. Yeah. He's sponsored by Munsingware. The little penguin. Yeah. He's got, he's like, he's basically like a younger Australian Ver, blonde version of me. He's got the stash. He's got the cool no, I hair. Like, I don't like your stash either. Yeah, it's, it's very uncomfortable. The, the, I didn't like Cameron Smith's stash. I think we should be in a post stash world. He like he might be the guy. He might be Beckner's guy from now. But he's does he play on the PGA tour or what's his deal? Well, like where did he oh, come I, from? He's an Aussie, but I have no idea if he's good, if he yeah. got lucky. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I, I fancy myself a golf fan, but I can't go deep enough to give you the Cameron Smith uh, bona fides. First first player in history with all four rounds in the 60s. I did see that. And he that's got crazy. smacked by five shots. That's a weird that's combination. Yeah. Of yes, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, I mean, it was it was boring in that sense. The other big story. In Sanjay the, M's face. Well, okay. Sp- speaking there of, there was a lot of. There's a lot of face there. Yes, more face than you have or I have. He just seems to have a lot of face. See, so see the thing with Sanjay M. Here's a guy, another guy I never heard of, and I I follow Norm McDonald on Twitter, and he's always like live tweeting these the majors, and he's really good at predicting what's going to happen. He's just you know he's a gambler. He's just into the shit, and so the whole time he's like. You know, DJ does this. He's like, I still think M's going to win. And this is the whole time he's saying it. And then M, he he just blew up on Sunday. And I was wondering if it was due either to the lack of or availability of pimento cheese sandwiches. <laughs> He looks like he would fancy one. That's yeah. for sure. Because you know how like a you know how like a Budweiser's four dollars at the Masters. Like mm-hmm. you figure like I think that sandwich is like a buck. Yeah, it's like a like buck really? and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Sanjay. I feel like he, that's a problem for him. You can't just you can't just have four dollar Budweisers. It's like with those right. minor league baseball. <laughs> games do all you, you know you buy the one big cup for eight bucks and then they'll just refill it with beer the whole night and then everyone gets arrested that's sanjay if if there's if there's too good and too inexpensive of refreshments on the course 
Look, I will just, I'm not going to say that this has ever happened to me. I'm just saying yes. that I can very easily understand yeah. where there is an opportunity for low priced food where you overdo it. Yeah. Oh, if, yes. if, if there are, if there's a place, for instance, that had, say, you know, bean and cheese burritos for 50 cents a piece, oh there God. might be an opportunity yeah. to eat more than that than you, you would probably need. So if Sunjay got a little deep into the pimento cheese, yeah. I'm not going to judge. Yeah. Just, yeah, throw, throw, an, it's so cheap. Throw an well, extra one like on there. You, you feel like you're losing money. You know, yeah. okay, I'll give me two of those. You know what? Now nah, make it now. Nah. I just, I'll, I won't eat them all right now. Yeah. Just give me four. I'll throw a couple in the bag. And you've eaten all four before you've even left the putting but green. Maybe the guys want one. And then it's, and then it's like <laughs> you, when you have that extra thing, or you ever try to eat half of something and Never. it just, just like the rest calls to you. Oh, like, like it, it, you, you go through the process of wrapping it up and putting it back in the fridge and it lives in there for what, five yes. minutes? Yeah, I know. So you think about it and you remember how good it's it there. Just not that long ago, I got a, uh, I got like a hoagie sub sandwich and mm. I ate half of it and I was like, I was satiated. I like, Trav, I like to be satiated. <laughs> sure, we all do. I was, I was satiated, but then I, then I put it away, I set it aside and I was like eating the chips and I was like, man. That's a fucking good sandwich. Like <laughs> I could probably have like one or two more bites of it. And then you're like, what am I going to put it away with two bites taken out of it? Right. No, then you got to finish it. Right. You got to, you just got to eat the rest of the thing. When it comes to sandwiches, you are almost insatiable. Yeah, that's it. That's true. I cannot be satiated with, with I cannot be satiated via sandwich or other things. Well, Tiger's insatiable. <laughs> Speaking of that, he's, <laughs> Poor Tiger. He's like, he's got a lot going on here. Here's the thing about Tiger. That's that's we don't give him enough credit for his ability to focus, to compartmentalize. When you look at what was going on in his life at the height of his ability, mm -hmm. at the height of his greatness, he was like flying women so I had to go through like seven words <laughs> that I was going to say, and I had to stop myself from saying all seven words. And then I said, women, he was flying women all over the country. He was bringing like multiples to the tournament or having them set up in his various <laughs> homes and yachts throughout uh -huh. the country. And he's juggling all these things while he's winning every tournament that he enters, every major tournament that he enters. He, he he's and he's a married guy. So he's got to right. He's living in this place where his life is an actual fucking mess because of his own doing because of his needs. <laughs> sure. And he, I mean, yes, no, he, he obviously had deals and, yeah. and I don't know. He may still, and he obviously got hurt a little bit along the way, but you're right. The, the ability to play at the level that he had for such a long time while having that other stuff go on for as long as he did is pretty extraordinary. Now, look, I, we've all been in situations where you think you've got a handle on it, And then when it all comes apart, you realize, okay, this was barely, I was barely hanging on anyway, but I've never seen anybody have so much control of their life to having no control yeah. of their life as quickly as he did. That's what made last year so much fun. It's crazy. That, that, yeah. that he came all the way back from that. And look, by any objective measure, Tiger is not a good guy. 
Okay. Yeah. He's just, he's not, but yeah. he's still one of those guys that inexplicably we all root for. I yeah. do. Yeah. Like, of course. I have, I, 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 there's nothing about him other than his ability to play golf that I'm particularly um, admirable of. I, I just, you know, but when he's in a golf tournament, I want him to win every single time he tees it up every time I want to see him win. And I don't know what that says about him or me, but it's true. Yeah, it's true. Like he's, he's everything. I don't like, he's such a dork. He's, uh, he's just not, he's, you can tell he sort of tolerates his fans. He's just, Mm -hmm. he's not engaging. He's a robot. He can't talk normally. He's gotten better these days because he knows he's not really competitive and he, and if he is competitive it'll be on a lark so he's just kind of having fun right now and stacking checks which is okay but i definitely i always root for him to win i always want him to win because i want because that dominance was just just to get a glimpse of it feels so good but then the guy made a 10 on a par three <laughs> yeah it happens right no no it doesn't it doesn't happen well, if you hit it 10 times, it's a 10. So, Trav, I'm the worst golfer you know, and I don't make a 10 well, on a part. true. Let me just say that that is very untrue, but go ahead. I'm, I'm not a good golfer. I don't make a 10 on a par three. Like, there was a 10? He hit okay, it in the so water three times. I have. I Here's my deal. Yeah. I think if guys genuinely play by the rules, right? And I'm not suggesting anybody do this because sure. a round of golf would take eight hours. Yeah. But if your average weekend guy out there played by the rules, they'd make a 10 probably every other time they play. Right. But what happens is you hit it in the water, you go to the other side of the water, you go to the drop zone, you chip it onto the green. These guys don't have that luxury. So if you hit a bet, if, if, if you, for instance, had a 180 yard par three over water yeah. and you kept dropping, you could easily make a 10 and we don't expect tiger to do it, yeah. but the rest of it just, yeah, you know, put me down for a double and you just keep it moving. That's not, he didn't have the option. It's, I loved it. I, I loved it because not only was the 10, just like, wait, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. But he played lights out after that. That kind of goes back to what you were talking a second ago, that this guy is just, he's, he's a different guy where he can. He was out of the tournament anyway, but now he's really out of the tournament. Any meaningful money, not that that matters to him at all, but just the whole positioning, everything was out the window. It would have been easy to just kind of chop it up the rest of the way in, and he didn't. He actually played the lights out the rest yeah, of the way. Didn't he birdie like the last four holes or three out of four? Something, or something? like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, he, he birdied, I think, three of the next four, and, and I want to say ended up shooting a Forty or maybe even a thirty-nine on the back with yeah. a ten yeah, on the card. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Um, you did mention something there that I I don't think that enough of us pay attention to when um when we're watching thirty-nine on the back, bro. I just looked yeah, it up. That's with crazy. With a ten, yeah, thirty-nine. That's crazy. What, not enough of us pay attention to this when we're watching the tournament because we're like, um, these guys are so rich. And it's, you know, they make so much money anyway, but they're playing for money and they know that and that matters to them. So the difference between getting being in the top five Mm -hmm. and being in the top 10, it can be hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that really, really matters to these guys. And I, I don't think we pay enough attention to that or talk about it enough because they're thinking about that while they're out there. Of course they are. It's their livelihood. I mean, it's, it's what they do. Here are the numbers. Dustin Johnson won the tournament. He won just a, a shade over two million bucks, two million and seventy thousand. The guys that finished in second, half that amount. They got a million and change. And then it falls off. It just keeps getting cut in half down right. to five hundred thousand, down to four hundred. It just it falls off fast. So those guys miss one of those putts. 
it is literally tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars it's awesome it's crazy i know it's it's uh it's one of my favorite things about golf is just that there's so much juice on the line for these guys uh, another thing we got to talk about this is this guy i know he's one of my favorite golfers he's probably yours as well Ugh. bryson DeChambeau. worst he's like all innovators like <laughs> Everyone that came along and revolutionized some something, he's he takes a lot of heat. And he I will say this, he does sort of bring it upon himself because oh, you think? he's he's not only is he, does he go out there with 13 seven irons and a <laughs> and a 48 inch driver, which I think he might reassess after this tournament. <laughs> And not only is he jacked beyond, like he's. Remember when we thought? Remember when we thought Tiger was jacked? Like, I mean, it's not Brooks and and Brooks. Look, Brooks and Tiger are super fit and 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 strong. Bryson's a little different. He looks like a defensive end. <laughs> he he looks like something. Yes. And I'm sure it's just a coincidence that his teeth are spreading apart. And that's the same thing that happened to Ben Johnson and Barry Bonds and all of these other guys that when your teeth start to pull apart in the middle of your 20s and 30s, it's perfectly normal. There, there are no other explanations to that just because yeah. every sprinter in the world and swimmer in the world has adult braces. Don't let that read anything into what you're is it, at. is it normal to go from a size seven and a half to eight and three quarters? hat size in your late 30s is that does that happen a lot he's such an unlikable guy because he's first of all he's arrogant he he makes it sound like this is the only way to do it that if you're not doing it you're falling behind and look he's obviously a pretty bright guy that he's able to figure some of the stuff out got two degrees everybody on that golf jim nance is pretty obsequious right he he, he is not going to say if i knew what that word meant i would agree with you Jim Nance is obsequious. You know exactly what it means now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So even Jim Nance was like, yeah, I don't know if they're going to find that one. Like he was openly rooting for them not to find his golf ball. It was great. John Rahm's kind of like, they're looking on that left side. I think it was the third hole. And Rahm's just kind of walking around, looking at the birds in the trees. Like, no, man, I don't see it. Like everybody out there was praying that they would not find his ball. Even the other guys on the tour who are not particularly well liked at different times. Phil Mickelson was not a popular player for a really long time. They didn't hate it guts the way that they hate yeah, Bryson DeChambeau, which, which makes it very, very fun to watch. And I hope he continues to do what he does, because if he ever backs off of his deal, he becomes just another one of the faceless guys. Like Justin Thomas is a great golfer, right? I'm sure he's a really nice guy. He's good on TV, all that stuff. But I don't, he doesn't really move me in any no. way. I don't care if he wins. I don't care if he loses. He's I so just, skinny. It's not really interesting to me. Yeah. He's very skinny. But Bryson, you're, you're hoping that he breaks the head off of his driver every swing. You hope that nothing ever works out for that guy. I, do, I mean, I don't. I, I root very hard for him because he's a disruptor. Like, he's like, I don't want these staid country club brats, <laughs> these rich, well, these rich fucks that have had everything handed to them their whole fucking life <laughs> go fuck all those guys i want the guy from modesto that went that went to smu that uh-huh. is that's just completely doing it his own way and yes he's also an asshole like sign well, me up for that 
And the name is not really helping anybody. Nobody's like, oh, my buddy Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> that's never been said. Your buddy is Dave. Oh, yeah, my buddy Dave. My buddy Mike and I went and had a few beers. Oh, Bryson DeChambeau and I were hanging out. It's such a stupid name. So, so <laughs> well, like Bryson DeChambeau, that, that, uh-huh. that's an Engelbert Humperdinck situation, right? <laughs> like Engelbert Humperdinck. Is that is not his name. His name is not he's he gave himself that name to to help his career to be more memorable. So Bryson DeChambeau, his name is probably like Dave Smith. Dave Davis. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like something normal. Hold on. I need to know. I've I've had to look up Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah. Arnold George Dorsey. George Dorsey's a good guy. Right. You can go have a beer with George Dorsey, but Engelbert is a, a different. Plus, DeChambeau is using those fat grips on every club. I hate that. He's oh, I got like the that. Little, he's got the little hats, which are totally ridiculous. I hate that. There's just nothing other than he's great TV because you want somebody to root yes. against. There's nothing I need out of that guy. He And he does bring that. He's the one guy out there right now. Well, I shouldn't say the one because I aggressively root against Lee Westwood. I aggressively Please. root against Paul Casey. You, but you never have to see those. Those guys are never on a leaderboard. Like you're never. What are you gonna? They, what are you gonna see? They, Lee Westwood. You're not. You're not following the, the Asian the tour. It's the best part because he shows up. Yeah. He'll shoot like a 65 on the first day of a major, and everybody goes, "Oh, maybe this is Lee's year." And it's never Lee's year. No, never. never it's never. never his. Just like I got bad news for Ricky Fowler. It's never going to happen for you. So I've been meaning I mean, that's something I wanted to bring up. It's also never year Lee's year to make an appointment at the dentist. That's, <laughs> but I wanted to bring up Ricky. So right now, you know, there's always a conversation. The best player on tour never to have won a major. Mm-hmm. And I, I think probably right now it's John Rom because he wins tournaments He's always in, he's always on the leaderboard. He's, you know, he's in the money every week. He's clearly one of the best players on tour, but also when John Rom showed up, I was like, Hey, who's this, um, 49 year old qualifier. That's how come I've never noticed this guy on tour before. And, and all of a sudden he's winning. Like what, how did this guy figure it out? And then they're like, Oh no, um, he's 24 and he went, he went to Tempe tech, Arizona right. state. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> well, Rom is a little bit unlucky. And I, I think that because Rom's game is legit and he, he is going to win a major because he's, he's not scared. He's shown time and time again that he's okay with stuff like that. Ricky is a different category, which we can get to in a second, but Rom is, is an, a little bit of an unlucky situation because he's playing in an era where tight pants are the thing. Yeah. And he's, and, and, yeah. And he's playing in an era where a, a, yeah. a very tailored golf shirt yeah. is a thing. Yeah. This, these are, these items are not his friends. No. He needs to go with a little bit more of a billowy khaki. He needs to get yeah. whatever X amount of shirts he has right now. He needs to go up an X. Another maybe X. Two. Yeah. He needs to add an X plus. And then just kind of let it go. I get it. He's going to look a little frumpy. He's going to look a little dumpy, but he's not going to look like a 26-year-old with a 58-year-old's body. So Rom, John Rom, he's got the mom or he's got the body of your um, lesbian aunt's roommate. 
Is that true? Is that a, I yeah. don't have a lesbian aunt, well, but if, okay. If you have a lesbian aunt and she's got a roommate, you know, she's in her 60s. They're best friends. They go on vacation together. I mean, they have their own bed. They have their own bedrooms. But when when you stop by to help them move a couch, you notice that like one bedroom doesn't just a little dusty in there. Doesn't look like it get used, gets used that much. They they live together. They they go to the movies. You know, it's cute. They're just really close friends. Well, he John Rom has your lesbian aunt's best friend's body, and it's much like Sung J M's face. It's just a lot. Sung J Sung J M. He all his extra face is on the sides. <laughs> well, and, and underneath, he like where his chin ends there's still additional face right below the chin. yeah but he just he just doesn't carry the face in the right places the extra face there's there's ways to carry some extra face oh, and i'm well aware right well i grow a beard occasionally <laughs> that's you know, a lot of guys with beards they're hiding some extra face <laughs> similarly john rom he's got a lot of extra body but he, he keeps it all on the sides of his body, which is the worst thing. You know, a lot of us into our 40s, we got a little extra body, but we do the smart thing and we let it hang out there in the front. You keep, <laughs> you, you keep it all in the front and it's like, hey, what's, you know, oh, he looks like he has a couple beers, but you can't really tell for sure. When you let that slop from the front slide <laughs> over to the sides and in John Rom's case, also the back. <laughs> He's a rectangle. Yeah. Like his, his, yeah. His shoulders and his waist and his ankles are exactly the same yeah. width. Yeah. Like there's no, like even like, I'll use myself as an example. Oh, as somebody who's, who's heavy, the, the top is round and not a great shape. But I have a, I have a waist. My shoulders are wider than my waist. Yeah. My waist is, is a little bit narrower than when I'm standing still with my feet on the ground. His is just, he's a perfectly rectangular, he's a perfectly rectangular human. Good golfer. Yeah, no, he's really good. And he will, he's so he's, and I don't follow the tour that closely. So there's, there might be somebody higher on that list because again, again, while John Rom looks like a 49-year-old man, he's a relatively young guy. He's, like, new to the game. So it's he might not even have been around long enough to be considered. Because usually you have to linger for a while. Remember, right. Phil Mickelson was that guy Forever. for so many years. And then he stacked a bunch of majors and wasn't yeah. that guy anymore. A lot of people will say the Ricky Fowler is that guy now but let's we need to take ricky fowler out of that conversation because he's never gonna win a major he's just not that guy the difference between mickelson and rom and some of these other guys and i'm gonna get this a little bit wrong but it won't be big time wrong i think ricky's only won like three or four tournaments yeah like mick mickelson had won 30 or 40 tournaments or whatever it was before he finally punched his ticket john rom is winning tournaments dustin johnson only got a second major yesterday but he's won something like 25 PGA Tour tournaments. Right. He, they, these guys win all the time. They just don't win in those events. Ricky, again, seems like a good guy. Seems like a guy that would be fun to hang out oh, with. He yeah. seems like a good friend. Like I, I would I would love to have beers with Ricky Fowler. Yeah. But you can feel it. Every time he gets close, he shits his pants, and he immediately is out of the mix. And once he's comfortably out of the mix, he starts to chip away back into it because there are no expectations. The second there's an expectation on that guy, adios. Um, yeah, it's true. It's, uh, 
I, I remember I was watching that one thing. It was like when they were talking about starting tournaments again, and then they're like, well, oh, it was like a skins game, or it was like a team thing that they did earlier mm-hmm. this year where they carried their own bags. Mm-hmm. And Ricky was teamed up with Matthew Wolf. Matthew Wolf. Yeah. yeah. And the guy with the weird hitch in his swing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, they were on a team and it was like a playoff hole. They were playing off against Rory and Rory was bragging about all the FedEx cups he won and stuff, which is pretty, again, like these guys play for money. And he was, he's talking about how much richer I am than you. Hey, do you guys know how much richer I am than you? A lot richer. I'm so much richer than you. Like you guys are pretty rich and you guys probably like rented a plane to come here. Right. I, I got, got my own. own. I got my it own. Just waits for me. Yeah. Cause, yeah, I, okay. cause I've won two FedEx cups. I can do that. I can just right. buy my own plane. It doesn't matter. But right. the, it was like, it came down to a playoff and Ricky's like teamed up with Matthew Wolf and Matthew Wolf was, was going first. And he's like, okay, you got to show me something here. Got to show me something. It was a par three and Matthew Wolf hits his tee shot and it lands like six feet from the pin. <laughs> and as I'm like, oh, you guy, I guess he showed him. And then, um, and then Ricky comes up and he hits his tee shot and he and he shanks it like onto the <laughs> onto to the right, like like a shot I would hit. Like yeah. on, if there were another fairway there, it would have landed there. But it was just a bunch of trees and shit. He <laughs> just like way like completely out of it. Like I'm like, oh yeah, he's that guy. That's, yeah, he is. Even even yeah. in that little made for TV studio. Yeah, no, it's. I hope yeah. he gets one because I like him, but he, yeah. he's not going to get one. Yeah, he seems like a like he's almost he's having like a normal guy. Yeah, he's almost having too much fun. Like he's not a robot like the rest of these guys. He's he's almost got that John Daly thing where you're like, he's not hitting five thousand. Like he's not getting done today and then going and hitting five thousand bunker shots. He's just not that guy. He doesn't he have that. Like in him. He knows how to have a good time, yeah. which I don't yeah. know. Like Tiger doesn't. I mean, other than certain things that he had appetites for, it doesn't seem like Tiger really liked to do a whole bunch of things other than hit golf balls and and satisfy his yeah. needs. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the VJ Singh, you know, famously would go out there and hit ball after ball. Bryson is one of these guys that goes out there and hit ball after ball yeah. after ball. Ricky. Seems like, yeah, I'll hit a few and I'm, I'm pretty good at this and I'm super rich and I'm going to be super rich yeah. and I'm going to continue to be super rich and let's go get dinner. That's what that's, like, that's, that's, I like that. Yeah, that's what I would aspire to. Like I got yeah. all the big sponsors, like he's doing Maybach commercials. Like, Those are good. That's a good it, like, sponsor. Yeah, like Madison Avenue loves him. He's wearing the monochrome Puma shit. Like he's 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 maximized his thing. And, and I respect that. Um, I need to ask, like, I don't understand Augusta. Like, I was watching um, just a little bit. I was mostly watching the ESPN Plus, but then yesterday I just saw if it was going to be on regular TV. And so mm-hmm. I turned it on and there was Jim Nance talking. And the the reverence that these guys have for this golf country club, whatever it is, is so fucking weird to me yeah. travis i don't understand it because he's like and i i, I should have quoted him exactly because it was just so odd but he was like and um you know thanks to um president whoever's in charge of the masters he's for for his great guidance yeah for his for his great leadership <laughs> and guidance and i'm like dude like i'm sure there's somebody that's like in charge of wimbledon and when mm-hmm. but when you're watching wimbledon 
John McEnroe and Bud Collins aren't like putting a pillow <laughs> under their knees and, and dropping down and like and like putting a napkin in their shirt to just That's to just more than enough just Brian. to openly show love to whoever's the fucking president of Wimbledon. Like, yeah, who gives it, a it, fuck? It's, it's a golf tournament. Like, I I get it's a really nice golf course. There's a lot of history there, but wh- why is it that the Masters? Way more than anything. There's nothing even close to it. The Indy 500, whoever's in charge of the Indy 500 is not just fetid. He's not like loved (laughs) throughout the broadcast. What is it about that tournament, about that place that makes these guys so reverent to these shit kickers in Georgia? There's only one explanation. They insist upon it. Right. They insist upon it because because there's no other explanation for it. Because you're right, there are other great institutions where you don't have this very measured, very respectful, obedient, subservient tone (laughs) where you never raise your voice and you don't make eye contact with the chairman and you just sit there with your hands very neatly folded in your lap and you do what you're supposed to do. And there's no reason that you would do that unless it was very made very clear to you. This is how we would like this to go because famously, you know, the CBS has been doing it forever, but they have a one year deal on top of one year deal. Right. So they're not going to rock the boat. If, if the masters didn't want their tournament talked about that way, they would say, Hey, please change the tone. They never have. The tone has been the same. I get it. Golf kind of likes to, you know, taste itself a little bit when I'll it comes say. to its history and all that stuff. But yeah, the, the masters thing is beautiful. It's a fun tournament. And I would suggest everybody just kind of leave it at that. Cause if you really start to dig into the history of that place, it's not great. I, I, it's really, truly not great. And you, I mean, you don't have to comment on this, but I did see they, they paid tribute to Lee elder who was yeah. the first black man ever to play in, in the seventies yeah, in the masters tournament in and seventies talk about a fit God. They showed him, they showed him at one of his masters and he was wearing an all, he was wearing burgundy sans belt slacks with a matched burgundy Munsingware shirt tucked in with a matched Excellent. burgundy visor. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I've, I would dress like that every single turn if I could, but it just, and it was nice. They, they set up some scholarship or foundation for what's so special about hero bread, soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Lee elder and they had Lee elder there and it just, yeah. but it just, it did, it didn't, it just didn't feel real organic to me. It's 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 weird. It, it, yeah. I, I try very hard. Uh, Kelvin, my old uh, partner on the radio, yeah. pointed it out to me at one point. I, and I swear to God, this is just me being ignorant and stupid and not kind of seeing it from another person's point of view. But he said to me, he goes, they call it the Masters. And I'm like, yeah, so? Yeah. And he, he looked at me, Travis, it's called the Masters. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's not great. Travis, I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't. I never thought about that till you pointed it out to me. And, you but, said that to me before. I was like, I thought it was just because they're all real good at golf. Me too. Yeah. I don't think that's why they like that. Right. I don't get considering the history yeah. and considering the guys that formed the place and considering the caddy rules for a long time. Yeah. I have a feeling there are other reasons it's called that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of upsetting. Uh, we sh- we, so we should talk about um, Dustin Johnson. Well, I put it out to the, I put it out to our, some of the fans here, some of the Twitter mm-hmm. followers. 
And I just said, it asked if anybody had any questions for us. I feel like um, Dustin likes likes to have a good time. And I mean, well, actually, we know that Dustin likes to have a good time. Remember when he got all rumors. Remember when he nothing, been confirmed. Trav, remember when he got suspended? Well, he, I thought he just uh, was taking a break. Did they ever officially call it a suspension? I think they did. Say why he was suspended? Just you know what? I I I I hereby agree with you that I should not yes. play the tour for a while. Right. Peace out. Was he like, I'm going to go play Double A baseball in Birmingham, Alabama, for the White Sox affiliate? Exactly. <laughs> I just I I don't feel even though I'm the best in the world at this right yeah. now. I think now would be a good time for me to go away for a while. See you later. And uh, sorry about that, fellas. My bad. Yeah. I mean, he's got, look, I mean, the guy's 6'5". He's in amazing shape. Like, he looks like an athlete on the course. He's really good at golf. Although, I will say, not having patrons there was probably the, the, what... Dustin needed to put him over the hump. I just feel like he's been known to pucker up mm-hmm. quite a bit in these big tournaments. He's missed some bunnies out yeah. there on the course. And the fact that there was not anybody really around watching, I don't know. I guess I could see it both ways. Like it's I, like watching these baseball games with no fans. I was like, I wonder if it's kind of worse. Like they're, they feel like there's more attention on them when they're in the batter's box because there's no one around. It's just like yeah. so quiet, but, and, but golfers, I feel like it kind of helps that it, it's just like, you're just kind of out there playing with buddies and there's no fans. Do you, do you think that kind of helped or hurt? DJ. I think, well, look, when Rory McIlroy was talking about uh, DJ after the tournament, he, the first thing or not the first thing, but one of the things he said was, you know, he's a lot smarter than you think. That's never a good <laughs> no, sign. No one thinks that. Like, no. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, and yeah. no one has ever said, hey, you know, Albert Einstein's a lot smarter yeah. than you think. Yes. Stephen yeah. Hawking, that guy's a lot smarter than you think. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, he's a lot smarter than you think. Now, what you say that about is, right. you know. That right. kid over there who's eating paste, he's a lot smarter right. than you think. And yeah. that's it's just I, I think that's what it is. I think that he's one of those guys that does doesn't quite take it all in, but doesn't quite miss everything either. It's just little fits and starts. I mean, he, he and his brother out there are known as dumb and dumber by the other guys yeah, on the tour, at least some of them wow. on the tour. And I don't know, there's gotta be something there. I I, I think there's a like Kawhi Leonard, for example. Great there's player. A, there's a, he's a fantastic player, just mm-hmm. like Dustin Johnson. Yeah. But there's a certain amount of obliviousness to what's going on around you yeah. because no one is that cool of a customer, right? No, no one is a, a, a cool customer where if your ball, if your shot bounces on the rim five times and then drops through to win a playoff game where you just stare like you're ordering food in the Denny's. He didn't right? seem to, he didn't seem to realize the game was over. I don't think he, I don't think he did. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I just think that there are certain guys and it works for him. And I think yeah. Dustin Johnson falls into that category. Just, I'm just going to go up here. Where do you want me to hit it over there? How far is it? Okay. With what? Okay, cool. And he'll hit it and then he'll walk. Okay. Now what? And I don't think he really thinks it true. So 
I don't know if it had too much of an effect on him one way or the other, because while he has gagged a few away, the one at Whistling Straits where he took that stupid penalty, the one at Pebble Beach where he spit the bit on the last day, yeah. those were bad. He's also had some where guys just came out and flat out outplayed him on days where he played pretty well. Yeah. Like Morikawa at the beginning of the quarantine with the PGA up in San Francisco, Dustin Johnson played really well that last day. It's just Morikawa went nuts. He went and crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it's not always gagging. I just think he's one of those guys that doesn't, I don't want to say doesn't care. That's not the right, but is kind of unaware of everything that's going on around him. He just, when he broke down yesterday, when talking about Tiger putting the jacket on him, I was really surprised. I didn't think he had that gear in him. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. That, uh, it, it's also kind of, kind of got to hurt a little bit to be called dumb by a guy from Ireland. <laughs> well, Rory doesn't seem dumb. Oh no, I know. I, yeah, I'm just saying, it's just kind of weird. Just, you don't, you don't ever want to hit Brian. If you ever hear me say to somebody, you know, Brian's a lot smarter than you think he is. <laughs> it's probably not a good sign. Well, it's also a lie. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, that whistling straights thing. Yeah. So that w- was that one of those ones where somebody called. I don't think it was a call in. So yeah. not to do be this guy. I've played that golf course. Yeah. And and half if that's a bunker, then the entire place is a bunker because oh. that's all that place is is sand and weeds other off of the fairway. It's not like where if you go to most golf courses, you miss the fairway. It's in some long grass or some trees or the desert or whatever it is. The whole place is sand with little shrubs growing all over the place. So I don't I, I've, I've never blamed him for that. I blame the caddy for maybe not knowing the rules exactly. But that one kind of I'll, I'll give him a pass. On I mean, one. the whole course is a bunker. Like what's right. how do you know when you're in a bunker? And also nice course. <laughs> it's pretty. It's on like golf courses are supposed to be grass, dude. <laughs> it's cold up there they don't, they don't get played like six months out of the year yeah cool yeah cool golf course <laughs> um so i on that topic i took some questions from twitter and our for you and our oh. our friend telly yeah telly two putt you mm-hmm. know are you familiar with um telly two putts having to rebrand himself as te- he, he was telly two putts uh-huh. And then he had to rebrand himself as Telly Two Putt. Do, no, do, why? Well, because he um, he threatened to kill a bookmaker on um, Twitter for disrespecting Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh well, but it was and like did, did I mean, ban him at that point? I mean, it Is was in jest. It was in jest. But um, yeah, they I had to have him come on this podcast and tell a story. But his question to you is just this, Paulina. <laughs> well, okay. So here's the thing with Paulina that I noticed yesterday. The uh, girlfriend or the wife of the winning player coming out onto the 18th green is not unprecedented. I think we all yeah. knew that that was going to happen yesterday. Yeah. What was unprecedented was that long after Dustin Johnson had walked off the 18th green, she was still there. Oh, really? Well, this, there was cameras. <laughs> So she was just kind of lingering to make sure that everybody that needed a picture of her was able to get a picture of her. I was fully in support of whatever she wants to do. I'm a fan of Paulina's. I think that she's been very good influence on Dustin. Um, I like her, her, uh, her style at these golf tournaments. She's there to be seen as much as everybody else. I respect that. And uh, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, but I'm a fan. She's, she's not really my deal, but I'm still a fan. I'm 
I would say the same. She's not. It's not really what I'm typically attracted to, but I'll make an exception for her because she's so stunning. It's ridiculous. And well, she, she's in. She's very physically fit. She's just incredible. She's beautiful. Like she's incredibly yeah. hot. Like she's perfect. Everything about her is perfect. And, and she's she, putting time in the gym. She looks great. Yeah, she she keeps it tight. She's. I, <laughs> I think mean, I wouldn't put it like that, but. I mean, physically, physically, like she does a lot of crunchy planks. Yeah, no, she's fit. She keeps the core tight, Travis. Right. Oh, yes, yes. Um, she's the hottest athlete wife. No. Hold on. Hold on a second. Just hold on. She's hotter than Giselle. Yeah. Giselle's, well, yeah, okay. G- Giselle's masculine. Yeah, she's not um, like it with you. That's fine, though. Um, Amanda Duffner, which is, I'm just going to jump right to it. Amanda Duffner, Jason Duffner's ex-girlfriend, does yeah. far more for me than Paulina Gretzky. She's – Amanda Duffner was really hot. But she's – so I agree with you. Like I would be more attracted to Amanda Duffner. But she's like regular chick hot, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but I, that's more my – Agreed. Way. Yes, totally. Yeah. But like if, if you know, if you polled the audience – is my point like all oh. sports fans well yeah she's got the classic the blonde hair and all that kind of stuff so yeah. i i get yeah. that but you don't this is i'm gonna go way back on you for saying you might do you remember the pitcher for i think we think he pitched for the pirates most of his career remember chris benson oh yeah i do, do yeah he was a big wife, nerd wife anna benson yes was, yeah i that was, I mean i kind of like her deal she did a playboy did she really yes i believe I because he uh she got a little too mouthy well, she basically ruined his career. Yeah. And when he tried to move on, she's like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And yeah, she, she was, she was pretty body in her comments. Yes, I, I, yes. uh, I liked her. He eventually, he eventually sent her away, I think. And <laughs> she, she kind of had to do her own thing, but you look at like, usually you look at athlete wives and you're like, they're hot. They're like hot for regular chicks, but Paulina's like on you know, she's as hot as any actress or model yeah. that's well, out she there. She could be you know? rolling with like F1 drivers. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, her. Well, she, that, that's a different category altogether. She, I mean, she'd have to wear flats. Well, she would be absolutely towering over the vast majority of them. They're, they're a smaller lot they're of guys. Smaller guys. Trav, take for, and this has been a topic on my show for a couple mm-hmm. weeks now. I don't know. I don't know why. Take for instance, F1 driver Lewis Hamilton. He's just sure. just locked seventh up time world champion. seventh world championship. The guy wins yeah. every race. He's the best. How many, if you had to guess, pairs of high heeled boots do you think he has? <laughs> uh, several. Well, um, I would say that what whatever he likes, like he's he, I don't know where a, somebody that's that rich and famous goes shopping, but wherever he goes, he probably pulls one off like most of the, Oh, man, this I, I like this one. Does this come with a with a heel? Right. <laughs> is, is, is there anything like I'd like this, but with a two inch heel, like whether it's Jordan's or Chuck Taylor's or really fancy dress shoes or whatever. Like, I really like this perfect color, perfect cut. But if there's a way to get this in a boot, I'd yeah. like that. Yes. So well, I, I think he's probably got a few pairs of high heeled boots. I that wouldn't. Yes, you're probably right. And and plus he's, you know, he's British. Right. Well, he's British. He's a race car driver. He's yeah. wee. He, he has yeah. several. Like, I, I don't know if this is a thing that they do in F1. I'm kind of new to the sport. I'm still trying to figure it out a little bit myself. But, you know, a lot of NBA players have like their sneaker museums in their house where they put all their Jordans and stuff up. Yeah, I do. I know about that. Yeah. 
maybe Lewis could have a high heel boot museum. Right. He's he, like he collects like Prince's tour boots. He's like, look at this. <laughs> look at this perfect size six. Prince wore these. Prince Rogers Nelson wore these on the uh, on the 1995 uh, Sign of the Times tour. Look at them. Look, they're they're kind of they're kind of scuffed up on the on the toe from when he slid on his knees across the stage. Can you believe that? I own these. I have these. Like they're they're like high heeled boots of significance for yeah, I, wee I statured wish, guys. I wish I could wear them, but they're a seven, and I take a six. Right, <laughs> a little too big. A little too big. <laughs> Lewis is a very fast driver. I like him. Oh, uh, you know, he's great. He's and he's. It helps to be on the best team in that sport. It does. Like, Although he wins every race, even if he gets sent to the back, he still finds a way some, to win. Yeah, some, but they're gonna they're gonna even uh, not not to get too into F one, but I think they're gonna they're reining it in next year because year Pe- after next, Petronas outspends everybody by quite a bit. I think. Yeah, that would give Williams a chance. Right. Imagine being on Williams. That would be well, a Williams is one of the one of the greatest teams in racing history. Not anymore. Well, yeah, they're bad now. What about the pink as far team? As I know. Uh, racing point, right? Yeah, Force India. Yeah. Racing point. Yeah. Well, Force India guy got sent to jail. I know. Or he's in exile or something. He's not allowed to have the do team they, Do they have, they have cigarettes in that jail? Because he needs the lots of those. <laughs> well, Europeans in right, general. Right. Yeah. Um, worst livery. Like, I don't, I w- if I, you know, there's only 20 the, seats in F1. Oh, the, wor- the, the worst livery right now is Haas. Yeah. There, it, it's nondescript. It, it's, yeah, it's like kind of silver, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. it just says Haas on the side. No, that there theirs is the worst. Well, that the pink Force India. What are they called now? You just said it. Uh, Racing Point. Racing Point. That's worse. That's worse. The best At livery. At least you can see it on the track. The best livery. I go back and forth every week. The best livery. It's probably Red Bull. Mm, it's not but, bad. But McLaren. also McLaren with that yeah. yellow and orange. Oh, yeah, McLaren's orange is is spot on. Oh, I like that. That's Plus what I meant. Like orange, signs. Orange or blue. Yeah, Carlos. Yeah. Have you got a chance to see Carlos Sainz's sister I'm a, I'm, on that F1 show? I'm familiar. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, I'm, a I'm a Carlos Sainz fan. Yeah, she's Spanish. I've seen her. I'm, I'm, I'm the Spanish aware. have it figured out better than anyone else. They take a nap in the middle of the day. And they eat really well. Yeah. And they all look pretty healthy. And they're all multilingual. They, I, the, the, Sp- the Spanish have kind of figured it out. They also... They also get it in. Oh, this is a this is a good question for you, Trav, because it's like it's almost like this person, the fixer Esquire, has read our uh, group texts. Oh, are we entering an era in golf where we are rooting against more golfers than we are rooting for? A hundred percent true. Yes. Yeah, because because think about it. Who there are? I'm trying to think who I would like to see win a tournament. I like it when DJ wins. I like it when Tiger wins. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't even mind if, if Ricky Fowler wins a tournament. I'd like to see him win one. Sure. I just don't think he will. But other than that, there, there's a bunch of guys I don't care one way or the other. Like I, you know, I kind of root for Kepka a little bit, but there are far more guys I'd like to see implode than there are guys I'd like to see win. And at the top of the list is. Bryson. Right. And also Patrick Reed. And Patrick Reed. I don't, but see, Who Pat, everyone Patrick hates. And Bryson, it, well, of course, he wears a choker necklace. Yeah. yeah. You can't wear a he choker. He wears red on Sundays. Yeah. I do like that because it kind of trolls Tiger. I, I, I kind of dig that. But yeah, Patrick, and he cheats. Yeah. He, Patrick, he Patrick cheats. Reed's a pretty unlikable yeah, guy. Yeah. He, he'll, he'll ground the club. Um, what about, has anyone ever said, hey, you know that 
Brooks Kepka? He's a lot smarter than you think. <laughs> well, I put it to you this way. I wouldn't be surprised if it has been said. I mean, although he's pretty good at trolling. And he hates Bryson, so therefore I have to be on Team Brooks. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, I, I do like that he trolls Bryson for you know not being as good as he thinks he is. Yeah. Um, and he does push back a little bit. I, I, I think he might be smarter than you think he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's got – He's that kind of smart that it's like they're really they can really focus on one thing like you couldn't. Yeah, like task oriented. Right. Like Brooks, like he's not going to know a lot of facts or figures (laughs) or like, hey, Brooks, who's the vice president? And he's like, who gives a fuck? You know, like like stuff like that. Like, hey, Brooks. The three branches of government go and he's like, he just points to his ATM card and, you know, he's like, hey, I'm rich. I don't need to know about this kind of I, shit. I, I figured he'd drop a D's nuts in there. Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see him do that. Uh, here's a question from good friend. Dolomite D. He was he was the first ever Patreon to to this show. He was the oh. first ever Red Circle member. That's big supporter. Different. Hasn't yeah. been doing a great job of updating the uh, Baller Lifestyle Reddit page, which mm. is a, but no one really not a lot of people go to that anyway. But maybe if it was updated, more people would go to it. The on Reddit, I don't even know how to tell people to go to it on Reddit. <laughs> something underscore. I don't know. It's the Baller Lifestyle Reddit subreddit. Is- I, I've never been on Reddit, so I don't know it's what terrifying. it is. It's terrifying. I just thought it's where all the conspiracy theorists and like snuff filmmakers and no, all that. I, no. I don't know what it is exactly. No, Reddit's like mainstream now. All the snuff people are on QAnon or no, on 4 8 Chan. So just oh, oh, yeah, there's stay multiple chans. Yeah, there's multiple chans. It's crazy. Oh, okay. right. uh, but he's got a question. Please ask Travis about the effectiveness of Dr. Pepper as a contraceptive. <laughs> why he hates that peter north is his neighbor also please ask him if bryson will slim down like lebron to get to quote to get quicker <laughs> did if the pga bans hgh like the nba did uh that's a lot of questions trev i've always wondered about the dr pepper thing you had a roommate or a friend it was a, it was a friend of mine in high school yeah um who <laughs> He, he believed that if post-encounter, um, if you forced your female companion to chug a Dr. Pepper right. and then jump up and down on her heels. Oh, that you, on her heels. Yeah, so you'd have to jump up and down on your heels, and that would prevent um, pregnancy. Interesting. I, 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 do, I do not swear to its effectiveness. I have never tried the doctor, but his thing was that immediately after you need to chug a Dr. Pepper and jump up and down on your heels. I thought, I thought you just, I just pictured you pouring it on each other's genitals. <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's for internal use. You drink it, but not that kind of internal. You drink it. I qualified it. Yeah. Um, you drink it and then you jump up and down on your heels a few times and then you're good. You can just go about your day. Um, and Peter North is not your neighbor. Not that I'm aware of. It's, no, there, there was there was a, a rumor that he lived in the general vicinity yeah. of where you and I live, yeah. but I've been very fortunate He's, to never see the man, so I'm just assuming that's not true. Many friends of mine, not many, some people I know told me they would often see him at the gym. Oh, no. Yeah, getting, <laughs> getting his lifts in. Yeah, I know. I feel like he'd be one of those guys who would kind of be peacocking his lifting too. Yeah, oh, like he'd sure. be in there really grunting. letting you know, that, grunting, and yeah. his, he'd have a very 
he'd have a tank top for sure. And he'd just, he'd be, he'd be strutting around, yeah. letting me know, Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm getting my workout in. Yeah. He was, he was, well, he likes to, he likes to show you what he can do. <laughs> he likes, he likes to demonstrate his abilities. So he'd be, he, but you know, he'd be like, Hey, check out this squat. And also let me show you something else. Let's go in the locker room. Yeah, I, understand. I mean, I understand that they serve a purpose. I just prefer to have them not be in my general vicinity. Kind of like, kind of like when, when, uh, things weren't going too well for Dirk Diggler back in the day. Eddie yeah, Dirk had a bad Eddie Adams from Torrance yeah. was having a hard time. And you know, Dirk, yeah, I said that whole world is, is just makes it unfortunate. Easy. It's unfortunate. Yeah. He had to earn, you know, he had to find a way to earn some money. And so, yeah, so he went to the bank teller. Yeah. He hung out there by the bank and just yeah, drive through banking. Right. <laughs> like back in the day. Um, okay. Yeah, what the scariest guy in the movie, by the way, who was driving that truck by far the most unsettling character in a movie well, filled with dark characters. He was really excited to be the one that drove the truck. Like they, <laughs> they were going to go do something awful and they're like, okay, one of us has to drive. And he's like, I'll do it. I'll drive. I'm, I'm going to drive. I'll drive. Like, if you guys don't care, like, if you don't, yeah. just, would you mind? None of you guys want to do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. He want, he want, like, he was, he wasn't bummed to be, to get, well, he was to get the show. He was, yeah. he was, he was uncomfortable yeah. with what he was experiencing. So he didn't quite know how to react. Yeah, exactly. Um, Budding also asks, and I've been wondering about this too, Trav. Please also ask Travis if he takes his mask off at the store to consume Budding. And we've, <laughs> we've talked about it on the show before. You'll you go to the grocery store and you'll just go over to the bakery and get one, sometimes two <laughs> bagels dry and yeah. just well they're not dry they're jalapeno cheddar bagels they're delicious yeah. they're very they're they're soft and chewy they're fantastic and you'll just walk around the grocery store eating that bagel and then when you check out. How does it work with the bagel when you check out? Do you hand her like the empty sack? Or you just you no, have it to never see. goes in a sack. There is no sack. Sometimes there'll be the like, you know, those little the, pieces the of a wax paper yeah. that you can pull out yeah. to, to get your bagel yeah. out of the thing. This is all pre-COVID. Of course, you yeah. can't do this anymore. That's over. But, uh, but yeah, no. So I would I would eat it and then I would throw the little piece of, uh, you know, uh, tissue paper or wax paper, or whatever that is in the cart. And that would remind me to tell the lady, hey, touch me up for a uh, jalapeno cheddar bagel, too. I already ate it. And she'd give me the look and like. Okay. She gives and you the look and then she has to it. she has to get out that book probably and be like <laughs> through the pages till she finds jalapeno che- one jalapeno cheddar. Can I get a price check on this guy ate it in the store? Uh, more than more than once though they would just do you know how much this costs? They say yeah, they're 99 cents yeah. and they just go beep, 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 beep. Yeah. and then 99 cents later I'd be good. No, unfortunately my budding consumption, my jalapeno cheddar bagel consumption has been terminated because of COVID. It's look, there's a lot of downside to COVID that it's we all know, one. but this is clearly near the top yeah. of the list. It's the worst one. Absolutely. You can't, no more no more gray not quite meat in the <laughs> in the grocery store. It's all the pressings. Yeah, it's all it's like what's left. And then they're like, oh, just fill it up with some other stuff. They're like, Mr. Buttock, we just don't oh, have some beaks and some talons left. Let's just squeeze it all together. <laughs> talons. <laughs> Is there pterodactyl? Yeah, that's the little turkey. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the, the little, whatever the nails on the turkey. Yes. Is called. Oh, disgusting. Talons, God, you're disgusting. Yeah, that, and you melt it down and it forms tarot. Yeah. <laughs> just 
smash it together. Not taro, tallow. Tallow, tallow. yes. Tallow, at least when you do it to beef. Right. Um, This is from our buddy Romel. Trav, how would Fred Ridley, that's that, that's the guy where they're like, oh, thank you for your gracious leadership, yes. Mr. Ridley. It's like Skull and Bones. They're like, oh, <laughs> you've given us so much. What can we give you? Um, how, how would Fred Ridley and the fine gentleman at the Augusta National Golf Club react if Travis was to have to put together his own champion's dinner inside Butler Cabin? Well, I'm just bringing a taco guy. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I mean, you you tell me you wouldn't love to have oh a taco guy. That all those former champions wouldn't yeah. love it. You've got multiple meats. You've yes. got your carne asada. Mm. You've got uh, some sort of chicken that you can do. There's a couple of different ways you could do that. We've got some pork product. Maybe it's carnitas. Maybe it's al pastor. Yeah. You've got probably two different types of beans, pinto and black. You've got some rice going on. You've got your your cut limes, your white onion, your cilantro got your salsa verde your pico de gallo maybe you've got a little uh mole at some point if you want to throw that in there that's what i do and then you know bring a bring a keg and some martinis and oh let's go God. fresh tortillas yes oh, oh and they cook them on that little dome yes. on that little yeah see that's the way to do it i don't i don't know if they the uh the, the level of casualness that i would bring to it would be something they they'd be there for but uh ridley see you got to go back and so you go back to hootie who would call it the tournament and yeah, then you went right. to Billapain, who was perhaps the greatest caricature of that guy in the history of the world. Like Fred Ridley is quite frankly pretty normal. Like he doesn't have yeah. a weird speaking cadence. He doesn't have a, an accent. He just kind of is a rich guy that hangs out at the Masters and is now the next guy in line to run the place. Like I miss Billy and and Hootie. I think Hootie croaked, but I think Billy's still around. But I miss those guys because those guys not only were were swimming in the nostalgia of the place and the absolute, you know, just incredibly awkward, uncomfortable, deferential treatment that they demanded to have, but they also just ran the place so wonderfully, awfully, terribly yeah. – that you couldn't help but kind of dig it. Like their their whole thing with Martha Burke a few years ago, when she's like, "We're gonna we're gonna boycott your sponsor," and they said, "Well, <laughs> go ahead. You know what we're gonna do there, Miss Burke? We just won't have none." <laughs> and they just put it on for like three years without commercials. Yeah. And like, well, how do you like us now? Yeah. Right? And I get it. Like she was fighting for a, a just cause, but mm. not not on their watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, we'll do this not at the point of bayonet. Young Miss Burke, we're gonna just do it over here. And now, Jim, ask this boy some golfing questions. <laughs> just my God. So, so it's not like the Supreme Court. You're not like the um, president of of uh, the Masters, Augusta National, and t- until you die. I don't know. I yeah. I, I, I guess yeah. I, I mean because I I mean I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Is it, maybe Billy Payne is dead. Yeah. Maybe it is a I, lifetime. I go to you for this information. Uh, this is from our buddy Pete Shalitsky, who also sent, wanted me to ask you about a couple different food stuffs that I couldn't recognize. Uh, hypothetically speaking, if Travis had to grab his golf towel and quote take Billy care Payne of is alive, by the way. Oh, thank God. Yeah, and quote take care of business on a hole at Augusta, which one is the most conducive? One would think between 12 and 13. Your thoughts? Um, well, I don't know the lay of the land very there, but you need a wooded area. Of course. Because of course. first of all, there will be um, critters that will take care of that for you eventually. I don't think that's to- true. I don't, I know. 
There isn't no critters are not going anywhere near that. What is wrong with you? <laughs> no, they, they maybe bugs. I don't know. So, oh so something God. will turn that into oh. uh, compost at some point. Look, there was an emergency. Yeah. It was, you know, we, we've all had the moment where your body says you've got 30 seconds. And if you're more than 30 seconds away from you a, a normal, you got to figure out a plan B. Yeah. And so that's why we carry golf yeah, towels. There, and there's a wooded area nearby. You got to take care of what you got to take care of. It happens. Was there, It'll happen again. Was there a car wash burrito involved in that? No, this was the night after. A, a, no, mm. this actually, this may have been just bad luck. Booze this related. was uh, the, the car wash burrito. Maybe a little bit. I think you would want to be near Ray's Creek, though, so you could... You could dab a little bit if need be. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ray's Creek, it was weird because in the because it rained right before the tournament, and maybe it's the time of year. I don't know, but it was flowing. Like, there was actually water moving through that creek. Yeah. Usually it's perfectly still. And they've always talked about how you never see any fish or any birds or any bugs or anything in there. That that water is so incredibly toxic that there's nothing in it. So I don't know if putting that in it would make it any better or worse. Uh, yeah, that's a that's yeah, might might be worse. Um, Adam Gould has a question. Ask him. Ask Travis his thoughts on no Butler cabin handshakes this year. Oh, is that true? Did they? I thought everyone was tested. Um, Did they bump I elbows? Really that. I, I I was doing my Ram stuff yesterday, so I didn't get to see the handshake uh, portion of it. So yeah, maybe they. I, I know there's no chance they bumped elbows in Butler cabin. That no. that would be you know uh, what's the old guy's name? Cliff Roberts would you know, be exhumed from his grave to make sure that they never let that happen. Um, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, they should do that. I, the whole point of that thing is, is that awkward moment where the defending champion, in this case, Tiger is sitting there with the jacket folded in his lap. And then the guy says, well, go ahead and put the jacket on. You know, you've been waiting a lifetime for this. Yeah. And then they always struggle to put the jacket on. You would think that these guys who would have rehearsed this before they go on live TV in front of millions of people. And then they ask the amateur some very awkward questions yeah. about what it's like to stay in the crow's nest and all those other weird things that they've got going on there. And then it ends. And then we just wait for another year for it to come back. It's pretty great. Wait, hold on. Hold on. The the amateurs live on site they stay in the crow's nest brian it's a little apartment at the top of butler cabin i think and they all oh jack back in 61 or whatever it was and he had three steaks one night it's legend and three they, steaks oh, what a pig. <laughs> they, all, they always tell these stories oh yeah, yeah. i go you know when i got this thing in butler cabin the crow's nest it's like, just get a room man go there's got to be an airbnb nearby just do that these young boys are getting diddled trav that's what's happening up there (laughs) well i don't think that's they're like oh we need we 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 need to we need the young boys to stay close like let all let all the golf like let all the tournament players find their own place to stay leave the young boys with us oh we'll have the young boys here We'll keep like, an eye on them. Yeah. Maybe they're just doing it out of some sense of uh, good citizenship, just to make sure that they're well taken care of. They want them, if they want to be better warriors, you know, it's like those. <laughs> I don't think that's what's It's like going those Polynesian on. tribes. The Billy Payne <laughs> comes in and is like, you know, what Jack did back in 1964 to, that helped him win is he's hit extra balls at the range. He's something I'm going to need you to do right now. I mean, it's up to you. Do you do you want to be a good golfer? Do you, I don't think that's do you want how that goes. Get a green? Do you want to wear a green jacket? And also, <laughs> I like how they're like, um, Tiger had the green jacket for the longest or whatever. And now it, they're like, um, 
DJ, unless he wins again, will only have the green jacket for four months or whatever. Well, they don't make you give him the jacket. Yeah, I don't. I, I thought that they did for a while, and then they kind of loosened up, and guys were taking it through drive-throughs and things like that. I look, I'm leaving with it. You're not getting it back. No. From me. If that means I can never come back. I don't care. I, I got my jacket. I lost it. I lost yeah. it. I don't have it. Sorry. I don't know what Sorry. happened to it. I, you know, I've seen guys like show up on the Tonight Show with it on, so they right. they get to leave. My yeah. my my wife accidentally donated it. She put it out with the with the, for the <laughs> Vietnam veterans in the driveway. You don't know where it went. Salvation Army has it. Uh, okay, let's wrap up there. Trav, always fun. Let's do this again. I like talking yes. sports with you. There's no one there's no one that knows less or pays less attention to sports than I do. So I don't it's good to talk to somebody that knows about this stuff because I a lot of times I have questions, you know? Yeah, I need, well, that's what I'm here for. I need answers. Okay. Uh, for Travis Rogers, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Oh yes, the lifestyle's baller Podcast getting bigger and not smaller Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew And Brian Beckner, quick to dissect The week in sports and culture and whatever Let's connect my brothers Reviewing some movies and shows and the others Top podcast, man, no one is above us Five star, even the haters will love us And we're not trying to talk politics a lot We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.